The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What a world! Welcome to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on the Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, April 20th, 2023. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy. And before we continue, I want to remind you that the Ocho is presented to you by our friends at Righteous Felon Craft Jerky, the jerky that helps fuel our Dallas Cowboys. That is correct. Righteous Felon Jerky and Biltong are available for Cowboys players at the Ford Center training facility. Each two-ounce bag of jerky has 16 to 20 grams of protein, Biltong 32, and each meat stick appropriately has Ocho grams of protein. If it's good enough for the Cowboys, it has got to be good enough for you as well. Righteous Felon uses locally sourced all-natural black Angus beef and prides itself on superior quality, revolutionary branding, and unique flavors that go beyond the stereotypical jerky offering. Go to RighteousFelon.com and use discount code BTB15 at checkout to get 15% off of your order. That is RighteousFelon.com, discount code BTB15 at checkout to get 15% off of your order. I mentioned that it is Thursday. It is the third day. It is April 20th. That means that next week, one week from today... It's April 27th, 2023, also the third day, the day that the 2023 NFL Draft begins. This is the final episode of the Ocho before the draft. We won't have a new episode next Thursday. We'll start your day off with Riled Up, Tom Ryle, Roy White, going to be a fun time. You'll hear from them later on today as well. And then, of course, our live Dallas Cowboys Draft Show on the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network. You can watch it live on the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel or the Blog and the Boys Twitch page. That's right. We're doing stuff on Twitch now, so go check us out there uh, we're just all over the place that's that's the goal that is quite literally my job is to uh put blogging the boys in as many places as i possibly can and right now i have put you and i together we are right here right now the two of us we're on uh we're on a plane we're flying to a destination we have nothing to do but talk to one another and that's what it's going to be man look i don't have any notes i don't have anything in front of me it's just me you the microphone the cup of coffee i have here bear is on the couch here in the office the tv's off i'm giving you my full complete devoted attention because we have one week left 
this time next week, potentially, depending on when you're listening to this episode, we will know the newest member of the Dallas Cowboys. Who will it be? Will it be Michael Mayer? Will it be Don Kincaid? Will it be Sam Laporta? Will it be uh, Osiris Torrance? Will it be Steve Avila? Uh, by the way, we have a new video uh, dissecting all of the top guards in this year's draft class that is available on the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel right now, so you can go check that out. Will it be Jackson Smith and Jigba? Will it be Zay Flowers? Will it be Bijan Robinson? Will it be Jameer Gibbs? Uh, who knows who it will be will it be nobody will the cowboys trade out of the first round i have absolutely no clue but what i will say is this all right this is kind of like the take this is this is it this is the meat this is the potatoes that's let's just let's just stop talking about it let's just do it right i have not trusted the dallas cowboys in the offseason for a very long time now to be clear when i say offseason i mean you know, the beginning point is the end of the regular season. So if we, if we consider that to be like the, the opening of the book, that's the first page, the closing of the book, the book that I'm defining here is all of the time or, or the final day before the draft. That's the closing of the book. I'm defining off season to be everything that takes place between the season ending and the beginning of the NFL draft, because the NFL draft is in and of itself its own thing. All right. We know that the Cowboys dominate the draft. Now, I think that sometimes we get a little too generous with the whole dominate thing, right? Like, you know, it was just two years ago that they took Kelvin Joseph in the second round. It was just two years ago that they took Nation Wright in the third round, right? Like, they're not invincible. They have misses, but they also have a very strong track record, and that's what makes next Thursday so exciting is their first-round picks are amazing. Last year, Tyler Smith, we all doubted. They were right. We were wrong. They're smart. We're stupid. The year before, Micah Parsons, even that, the evaluation was an off-ball linebacker, but lo and behold, he is the best pass rusher in the NFL. Kudos to them. The year before, CeeDee Lamb, awesome. Nobody's mad about that. The year before, no first-round pick. Who cares? Amari Cooper's amazing. 2018, that one was a little touch-and-go, right? I know we're all, you know, super pumped about Leighton Vanderesh, but we were really down in the moment. Um, he had that incredible rookie season, so it did kind of pay off right away, but it's been an interesting ride, so to speak. 2017, the year we do not speak of. 2016, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, I know that Dak Prescott made the rounds or the comment he had made the rounds about uh, hoping that Zeke winds back up with the team. We'll see. I don't know. Obviously, the return on investment was incredible that first year. We don't have to relitigate the situation. 2015 kind of gets forgotten. Byron Jones was a very, very, very good player for the Dallas Cowboys. 2014, Zach Martin, the GOAT. 2013, Travis Frederick, the GOAT. 2012, the last time the Cowboys traded up in the first round of the NFL draft for Morris Claiborne. I know that he didn't turn into Deion Sanders, but I maintain that he was a very good player for the Cowboys. Both Mo and Brandon Carr were serviceable players for the Cowboys. They just didn't quite quite yield the return on investment that you would have liked given what the Cowboys gave up for them. Um, 2011, Tyron Smith. 2010, Des Bryant. That's kind of the beginning of this, um, you know, I talk about the Houston Astros a lot. People refer to what the Astros are in as the golden age of Houston Astros baseball. I would say we are in the middle of the golden age of Dallas Cowboys first round picks. They are generally players who you would want to buy the jersey of, and that is the highest compliment that we as football fans can give a player. So that's why I'm excited. That's why I'm I'm kind of pumped because to get back to my offseason NFL draft separation discussion here, the part that we're leaving is generally not a part that they succeed in. <laughs> Right, right, like we're we're so you know like if if you look at this as um as like an appetizer and a main course, 
we're so used to sitting down and everybody around the tables getting the appetizer, the chips, the queso, the sliders, the mozzarella sticks, the calamari, right? Everybody's diving in and we're just sitting here all morose. Where's the waiter? Where's the waiter? I want my food. Get the main course here. And the main course shows up, and it's awesome. It's incredible. It's delectable. We eat it up. We eat every last morsel because it is delicious. But we would have been a little bit more full if we had an appetizer. Well, I tell you what, my friends. We ate. We've been eating. The appetizer has been incredible. The Cowboys traded for Stephon Gilmore and Brandon Cooks. The Dallas Cowboys brought back Donovan Wilson and Leighton Vanderesh. The Cowboys also managed to keep significant contributors like Jonathan Hankins. I know they didn't keep Carlos Watkins. That's okay. They brought in Truma Adoga. They have another option along the offensive line, right? The Cowboys also, a little bit of a low-key thing, did not see Tyron Smith retire. I know the state of the offensive line is a little bit in flux because of this Terrence Steele left guard stuff, whatever. I'm not worried about that right now. You can't ruin my vibe. The point is, all right, we have graded the meal as delicious in the past when it has just been a grade based off of the main course. But now we get to include the appetizer as well. So if the Cowboys have managed to have successful campaigns over the last two seasons, 12 and 5 back to back, that's Bear scratching at his crate. He's okay, I promise. He's just getting comfortable. I don't even know if you can hear that. I don't know if this microphone picks that up. I kind of hope it does because I hope that means I have a good microphone, but um, I kind of hope it doesn't because that would be bad podcasting. Thanks, buddy. Anyway, my point is, we have normally seen this team completely ignore this, right? Like literally completely ignore the appetizer and still get full, right? Now we've eaten the appetizer. Now it's time to truly, totally, absolutely, unequivocally eat. And that is exciting. We're excited about the state of this roster. We're excited about the state of this team. And we haven't even gotten to the part of the offseason that they typically do the best in. Think about that. That is super cool, right? I mean, that is a really exciting thing in and of itself. And I don't say this to gas you up or hype you up or have you feel like the Cowboys are absolutely going to win the Super Bowl because they probably won't. The odds are against them in that capacity. But what I am here to tell you is that on paper, things are trending in a very positive direction for the franchise as a whole, as evidenced by the work that they have done over the course of the last two months and change. Bear, seriously, now, like now had to be the time. Now, it's giving me a look. You guys can't see it, but it's giving me a look. That is an exciting thing. And if you aren't excited about it, that's fine. I'm not going to knock you for not being excited about it. But if you are excited about it, you are not out of line. You are not just a homer. You are not somebody who's trying too hard. You have every right to feel excited about what the Dallas Cowboys are doing this offseason as a whole because they have done stuff when they have generally not done stuff. That is the general premise of the point that I'm trying to make. And so whoever it winds up being, and we kind of talked about this on the roundtable this past week, I know some of you don't want to see the Cowboys take a tight end in the first round. I used to be one of those people. I know for the most part that we're all kind of anti Bijan Robinson, right? For whatever reason. Uh, I mentioned this on, um, on the NFC's mixtape this week. Peter Schrager of NFL Network had the Philadelphia Eagles taking Bijan in his latest mock, or at least the mock that came out on Tuesday, and the Dallas Cowboys taking Jameer Gibbs at 26. That would be kind of weird. I, you know, that, that would, I think you know, tip us in one direction. Um, but I just have such a hard time coming up with something that they could or would or might or maybe will do that will upset me. And, and, and I think that that is the biggest indication 
that they have done an enormous amount of work to this point, right? Because this time last year, we were sitting here saying, well, what happens if Tyron gets hurt? You haven't replaced Amari Cooper. You need an edge rusher because the Randy Gregory thing happened. On and on and on and on. And they did address those needs, and they found significant contributors like Tyler Smith and Sam Williams, and we still have hope for Jalen Tolbert, obviously. But the fact that we can sit here and say, man, there's really nothing, right? Like, it, there's not one thing that they could do that would piss me off. And that's because they have pre-addressed all of the would-be holes on their roster. We can't even sit here and say, man, well, if they don't draft a corner, like, what are they going to do if they don't get a deal done with Trayvon? They'll be fine, right? Like, I don't mean that, like, you know, as simply as that sounds. I would love for them to get a deal done with Trayvon Diggs. Steven Jones brought that up all on his own when he was asked about CeeDee Lamb earlier this week on 105.3 The Fan. But, I mean, they have options. They have lots of options. No matter where you look, no matter what the position is, no matter what your concern might be, well, what's going to happen in 2024? What are they going to do? What are they, what's going to happen when this contract expires, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? They have options. They have outs. They have a number of directions that they can ultimately go. That is the sign of a very good front office. I'm not handing them the Lombardi trophy for trading for a couple of players and re-signing some players, but they do deserve some credit. They set themselves up very well. They are showing up to take the test very well studied with the proper amount of rest they ate a good breakfast they're well hydrated you could not be in a better position to start the nfl draft than the position that the dallas cowboys are in right now i'm sorry you can't that might sound homer but it's the truth there was nothing more that they could have done to properly prepare themselves fine you want to quibble maybe they could have retained Connor mcgovern you want to quibble maybe they could have retained carlos watkins you want to quibble maybe they could have traded for cedric wilson right like we're being silly at this point in time but as far as practical, realistic, legitimate things that they could have or should have or did actually do, they did them all. I mean, they did them all, and they deserve their props for that. It's been very fun this offseason to give the Cowboys their flowers. Maybe they have some flowers next week. Maybe it's – that would be kind of appropriate, right, because that has been the sort of, like, go-to expression. Any article you read, and, and we're very guilty of it at Blogging the Boys, or any podcast you listen to and – we're very guilty of it here at Block on the Boys or any video you watch. And once again, we're very guilty of that here at Block on the Boys. I'm very guilty of doing that. That phrase, let's give them their flowers. Why don't we quite literally give them their flowers? Zay Flowers, right? I really don't care. I, I Look, my dream fever pitch scenario is Jackson Smith and Jigba. I've been saying that from the very beginning. The fact that we got to interview him here obviously was kind of the cherry on top of that whole thing. But Name the name the player. Name name, name the player that's going to send you off the deep end. That's going to upset you. You can't because they that is how they have positioned themselves. They deserve their props. They deserve their kudos. They deserve their flowers. Whatever you want to say, give it to them. That was my rant. That was my rant. And good job, Bear. He finally settled down. Uh, I moved his crate here, so he's kind of getting used to it. So uh, good for you, little buddy. Anyway, um, later on today, like I said, new episode of Riled Up. Roy White, Tom Ryle, that's coming your way tomorrow. New episodes of the Star Seminar and Girls Talking Boys on Saturday. A new episode of the World's Team in the next week. Buckle up. All right, we're going to have our normal shows for the most part early in the week. But obviously, as the draft comes on Thursday, we'll have things be a little bit different. We won't have our normal shows next weekend uh, because of the fact that we'll be in draft and post-draft coverage and things like that. We'll have a lot of live shows. So make sure you subscribe right here to the Blog and the Voice Podcast Network. Subscribe to the Blog and the Voice YouTube channel. Follow Blog and the Voice on Twitch. My name is RJ Ochoa. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at RJ Ochoa. On TikTok, RJ.Ochoa. You can send me an email if you would like, RJ.Ochoa 
Coach Ho at SBNation.com, or you can send a hug out into the universe, and I promise you, I will feel. Let's go ahead and get out of here. I hope you have the best day of all time, the best week, the best month, the best year, the best decade, the best century, the best millennium. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.